There's so much more to rocking the mic than great interview questions and solid equipment. And your podcast is part of your brand, right? And you want to shine in your industry as the brand authority. So I brought in media expert. He's got over 30 years of broadcast experience, Rich Bontrager, to the show. He shared five keys to rock the stage, some killer coaching tips to have better camera presence, and how to be the best host. I took a ton of notes. And I even sing on this episode, believe it or not. So let's take a listen. So hey, welcome to the Leverage Your Podcast Show. I'm your host, Lindsay Phillips of smoothbusinesspodcasting.com. My goal is to help you leverage podcasting to skyrocket your visibility, authority, and business by sharing insider secrets from podcast industry experts, including myself, who have created a successful business through podcasting. So let's dive in. Hey guys. So in podcasting, we talk about, you know, rocking the mic on both sides of the mic being podcaster, but it's like, it's more than that, right? Rich, it's like, you know, being on stage webinars live on Facebook, live in LinkedIn. Um, so I'm really excited to talk to you so we can kind of share all those things about brand authority, about rocking the stage and, you know, being media ready. So of course, Rich Bontrager, um, media expert showing us how to be a go-to expert using media. So let's dive in. I mean, yeah, you know, we hear the phrase media coaching. Mm -hmm. What does that even mean? So in my world, media coaching literally is for me personally, I've been a broadcaster for 30 years, uh, radio, television, now podcasting, streaming content. So I've lived in this space of media media. Now, most people have not. So the media yeah. coaching to me, it literally is teaching you broadcast quality standards and best practices. So you leverage it now. Um, media is the new currency. Think of it that way. Yeah. This is now your way to leverage you and your brand, but you have to show up. There's a certain professionalism and yet very personal side. And that's where the coaching comes in. You, you can't be a stiff robot. You, you can't be someone that blabbles forever about nothing. There's a way to be concise, but fun, engaging, and very personal through the camera lens. And that's part of that media coaching. Yeah. And it makes so much sense. And especially now it's like everyone thought, you know, all podcasting, it's audio. I can just wear like a yoga outfit and who cares what's in the background. It's like, no, like today you need to use the video as well. And there is more ways than, than just being on a podcast. So when you say media, like what elements are you talking about? Okay. We, we are talking about the audio and I, I always clarify audio is audio in the true sense of podcasting audio. Now you can use it on memes. You can use it on transcripts. There's so many different ways to use audio now, but the video I am it's, it's TV. This mm. right now is not a zoom or Google meets or whatever platform you use. This is TV. And you must think of yourself as presenting on TV and there's certain rules or skills you need to learn to show up there. But then that gets chopped up in the micro content now. Now you do TikTok. Now you do reels. And it goes on and on and on. But that's all media. I know. And there's so much more. And like you said, I mean, people, you know, recorded videos in studios and then it's live Facebook, live in LinkedIn, live in YouTube and now TikTok and reels it's like it's ever evolving 
Well, to the point where now I use Restream, there's other platforms out there. Yeah. I can literally build my own media network, which I help people build media empires. I'm literally streaming on multiple flat platforms, one live show. And the cool thing about this, one of my streams is my YouTube channel and it's already ready for replay. That's how yeah. radical and quickly we are changing as self-made media people. I know it's so amazing. And so do you need like big fancy studios and equipment and like it can feel overwhelming? It can feel overwhelming. I tell everybody I coach the person first with the skills that we're going to get into later on. But you are more important than anything else you can have. Mm -hmm. Now, I do talk about your environment. What does it look like? What are you branding? And that's the part of the conversation. But no, you, you can start very inexpensive. You can grab your phone and you can do an audio podcast mm -hmm. or a video podcast right here. Everyone has a phone. Every phone now has a camera in it. That's how easy you can start. You can get a plug-in microphone. Yeah. You can get simple lights. You can open up your laptop, your iPad. It's so easy now without breaking the bank. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's funny how people do get hung up on the tech and it feels like it holds them back from doing and starting and implementing um, yeah, but you got to start somewhere. Right. And it doesn't cost a million bucks. Well, that and the other extreme is more people early pandemic, bought everything under the sun, they went Google crazy and they bought all these lights and all the machines and all this stuff. And they were trying to figure out which button to push and how to mute and how to bring in their guest. And yeah, it was, it was train wreck after train wreck. They were not ready for that. So I tell everybody, put all that away and let me rebuild you back up in a way that mm. you are the center. You are the, the biggest element of making a great podcast or streaming TV show. Then we can add the other layers on later on. But if you're not good to go, it doesn't matter what you bought. True enough. And I love how you say that, like, you are the brand authority expert. And it's like, you need to shine in your industry as that brand authority. And of course, your media, podcasting, whatever it may be is part and parcel of that. So I love how you weave the branding into it. Yeah, because your brand identity, you are the brand, not yep. your podcast, not your book, and not your Twitter account. Those are elements that mm -hmm. pull back to you as the brand. You are the genius. Everything you put on Twitter comes <laughs> out of your genius. <laughs> you are the genius. Everything you put in your book came out of your genius, come, yeah. come out of your career experience. life. So have it all point back to you. So that means you better know who you are, what your main focus to speak on is, what value you're going to add to people. We got to figure out you first. And then you have to step up on stage, on camera, on mic, and own that brand. You are the expert in the room. Yeah, that's uh, so true. Everything you do, and I always say like your podcast is not a silo. It's not this side marketing piece. It has to be incorporated um, as all of your marketing efforts and your brand. It's, Yeah. Podcasts are actually the biggest lead magnet to get more business. Yeah. You don't do a podcast just for great information. Wonderful. Anyone could do that. Honestly, if you want to make your podcast part of your brand, you intentionally get guests on that you intentionally want to do business and you have a great interview, elevate them, shine on them. So when you're done a week or two later, send them that thank you note, send them a copy of it. Oh, and I would love to do some business with you. I've got an idea how we could partner together. That's what leveraging a podcast for a yeah. business and a brand is all about. Wholeheartedly. So many elements. Now, 
out there in the world you, and podcasting, you hear so much about how to be a great guest. <laughs> but funnily enough, you don't hear how to be a good host. And so like, and I catch myself, there's things that I've done where I'm like, what have you done, Lindsay? <laughs> I'm like, you bonehead. <laughs> but and like, you. we're not perfect, but like, how does a host get media ready? And, and like, what are the important elements? That's one of the biggest things that I leverage my 30 years. I've been on camera, on mic, literally sports, play by play, interview, talk shows. I, I love being in this space, but I've got 30 years and people call me Lindsay and they say, you make it look so easy and I stink. And I'm like, whoa, 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 back up. Let me do the math. Yeah. <laughs> so the biggest part is you have to get comfortable knowing the camera's there, knowing the microphone is there and not caring about it. Mm -hmm. You really have to get that comfortable. This is a conversation. This is a dialogue where we're going to have fun, share some interesting facts, make your guests comfortable. One of the things a host has to do, you set the vibe of the show. Mm -hmm. You set the vibe of the interview. So your emails you send out, your prep questions that you send out, and then your pre, your pre-discussion time backstage, off camera, off mic, the green room discussion is so important. Yeah. You are going to help get them ready for the great experience you're going to have when you go live. Those are just some of the front side things you have to do to succeed at this. Yeah. And for me, I always, uh, honestly, I was so hung up when I first started out. It's like, oh my God, like, how do I look? How do I sound? And like, you're just like, Whoa, like a deer in the headlights. But then after a while, um, and for me, like talking to other people is what made me feel comfortable because I'm focused on you. I'm just like chatting. It's we're just having a conversation. Like I even forget that it's being recorded. And if I flub up and, you know, stutter on my words, whatever. Um, yeah. I just focus on having a fun conversation. My, my uniqueness of what I do uh, and other people have branded this and throw this at me, which blew me away, but they said, trigger, you make people shine on camera. That's, the exact idea of every host should want for their guests. It's not about you. Mm -hmm. One of the early questions I get is, how do I become a star with my podcast? I want to be the next Seth Rogen. Forget it. You're not going to get there. I don't care. I've been doing this for 30 years. All right. Um, what you want to do is make your guests shine. Give them easy questions. Have them laugh. Have them have a good time. Be comfortable. You will get podcasts and streaming show after streaming show. You will get the repetition and become the star but you really want them to shine so bright that everyone is wanting to come back for the next interview because it's so fun to watch the magic that happens on your shows. Yeah. And as a podcast, like listener, watcher, whatever, I love seeing the engagement between the people and the conversation. And you feel like you're like listening in, in like their intimate yeah. conversation versus it being like a stagnant interview. Um, yeah. I love those kinds. I actually did a uh, show, uh, my weekly show, How to Rock the Stage. We, we did one two years ago now. Very engaging female she was on. And literally the chat box was lighting up. It was like, you guys are amazing. We could watch you for hours. And it was this amazing chemistry that happened. We knew each other. But we didn't know each other, really. Yeah. And it was one of those things where the right personality, the right prep, the way I led into it and set them up for success and comfortability it just blossomed and you could feel the energy. Mm -hmm. And like you said, you, you want to listen in so much. You're like, 
this is really cool. I'm like, I don't want to look away. <laughs> That's what we strive for in this amazing media world. I love that. And of course we, people don't know, like we've chatted a couple of times already um, away from this podcast and even just our conversation, you've like dropped some like value bombs and tips. And I'm like, Oh, I never thought of that. Um, so what are some, cause I want people to get these golden nuggets cause you're so yeah. good. What are some of the tips or do's and don'ts that we can weave into our, you know, media style. So a, let's talk about the skills of a host again, just a little bit there further. Okay. You do want to prepare. You do want to know the proper pronunciation of your guest's name. My name, Bon Trigger gets butchered all the time. Trigger is the brand. People ask me every pre-show, do I call you rich? Do I call you Bon Trigger? Do I got trigger? Most people go to it's easier and it's fun. Yeah. Figure that out as part of your prep. You want to engage the right way and respect people. Um, you also want to do your research on them. So what are the areas of their genius? What are the areas you might want to avoid? I also personally include on mine, what are the questions you don't want me to ask you? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you know about the personal life. You, you know about the business strategy. You don't want to ask those questions on camera and have them go, wait a minute. So check on what the landmines are and to avoid. Um, you need to be an active listener. The biggest thing as a host is you need to be an active listener. Talk less as the host, listen for what they say. And then when they say something that was not where you thought this thing was going to go, and it's really fascinating and really curious, allow yourself to say, wait, 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 Lindsay, that was amazing. Can you clarify that? Let's talk deeper on that and grab that extra nugget that no one knew is coming and sit on that. And that's where they'll shine even more, but they're going to know you're really, you're really paying attention. You're really listening. And they go to another level. Those are some of the easy host ones that you should do. And also know how to wrap up the show. Your intro and your outro are very important. Um, How are you going to intro your show? But how are you going to close it out? You want to have those links, those bios, whatever information, your bonus gifts. You want to know exactly how you're going to give them. Do it and wrap it up with high energy at the start high energy at the end. So people go, wow, I was so invigorated by this. I got to come back for the next show. I love that. Such good tips. And now you've made me nervous for how I'm going to wrap up this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone pay attention. Watch out. She does it. Um, <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I know there's so many things that you don't think about. You just do. And then you're like, Oh, well, man. so, so, so let's get into this on the technology side of hosting. Now you are the brand. You have a billboard, you have whatever you space behind you. If you're doing a streaming video show, which I highly recommend call it a TV show, not a podcast, break yourself away. You got two media assets. You have a podcast an audio show and you have a TV show. Wow. Two different media assets. They must be cool. But this real estate is your billboard, right? So I use a virtual screen a lot of times to stream and you can see I'm a media guy right away. Sometimes you put a logo on there. Sometimes you put an email on there. There's so many ways to use this like TV professionals use it. I have at least a dozen different sets. Hmm. Depending on my interview, depending on my discussion, I can change the environment to automatically communicate something. 70% of what we learned is nonverbal, Lindsay. So when you see the TV monitors, what do you think right away? You're like a media genius. <laughs> if, if I change it to a laid back office, what do you think? 
yeah. if you're an author, but you put your book up here, mm. it brags on your brand, your authority, and your product. Many people are wasting the space, whether it's a physical in-person set or a virtual set. Many hosts are missing out on the brand authority that comes with a great set. Figure out what that is and brand it for you and your brand. I love that. And I didn't even know you could do virtual backgrounds that are like video because clearly there's movement behind you. So it looks real. Yes, there are video inserts you can get. And I have multiple ones. I have some that I have a blue studio. So if you and I had done this through mine, I could have been at one camera angle. I have a slightly off different color one. I could have sent you. We could look like we're in the same broadcast room. And it even adds to the illusion even more that this is a bigger production. That is slick, Rich. <laughs> that is slick. Um, and I want to dive into, so you've talked about like the background, mm -hmm. but what about your like on-camera presence? Um, some people are like too up close or too far back, or I oh. notice you use your hands a lot. Um, or if you're standing or sitting like there's in body language, like there's so many things. Um, yes. I would love to hear your tips. So up close like this, as soon as your head gets chopped off, you're too close. Yeah. That's my gauge. I on average have about three fingers to the top. Lindsay, if you put three fingers up, yeah. you got it. So that's kind of my gauge. So I do intentionally push back. That means you have to set your microphone at a good distance where you can yeah. still have good audio. So you have to be aware of these things. I do use the physicality. So I'm kind of like mid torso up is what I traditionally like to get into. It feels more natural. It feels like you're really having a conversation when you're, when you're yeah. up like this, it feels like you're almost in my space. Can you please back off trigger? You know, I, I didn't ask you to hug me today, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so this is kind of where I set this up. Yeah. Now your hands are a big communicator. I encourage people to learn how to use your hands. So here's my, this is a officially branded Rock the Stage trigger tip that I'm going to give you. And I'm going to ask you to, our, to participate, Lindsay. Okay. So take your arms, put them out like chicken wings. And now tuck them in. Yep. You're doing chicken wings here. And now talk with your hands more side to side and front to side. But you're not going to smack somebody in the face. You do not want to get talking. And you yeah. go, wow. Okay. It's, you, you literally just got smacked in the head. You don't want to do this because no one cares what's off camera. Right. So by doing the chicken wings, I can still communicate. But you have to learn to get comfortable yeah. with it. And this now becomes, so part of the next layer is on most of my uh, keynote presentations, when I do my show every night, um, I'm standing up because then I have more of the torso in. Right. I can use more of the width of the camera and I can use all the body language you're talking about. Um, and part of that is use your head. You know, don't sit there stoic like this and say, hey, Lindsay, it's yeah. great to be here. You know, <laughs> you have to learn how to really just be natural and present and have fun. I tell people the number one rule is you have to have fun. If you're not having fun doing this, the average podcaster does not get the 10 episodes. I know Most do crazy. not get the 10. Like 80% of them don't get the 10 because they're not having fun. You want to break that? have fun, be yourself and learn some of these other skills that would make it even more attractive to watch it. Agreed. And even when you're like, you're moving or you're smiling and you're like using your hands, naturally your voice changes. 
And yeah. like, it has more intonation and it has more energy and you can hear people's emotion in their voice when you're doing those things. Um, and it's funny. I don't know. You probably, well, you're an expert, but I find if I was standing, I would feel awkward I don't, and not relaxed, but maybe I just need to practice. Okay. That's my challenge. And I've done okay. this with highly professional speakers when COVID verse hit, they were calling saying, you make this look easy. And so I, I would be talking to them sitting down and I would ask them, just stand up. Why? Just, just stand up. But I got to rearrange everything. That's okay. Stand up. So these are doing some of my coaching calls. They would stand up and they just yeah. begin. I would continue the coaching and talking. And I, I wouldn't say anything else about standing. Why I told them 100% of the time, this is not an exaggeration. 100% of the time I did that. They stopped me at some point and said, wait a second, what's changed. And I said, what do you mean? <laughs> they're like, no, what's changed? Why do I feel like I'm more engaged? I'm more excited. Mm. I said, you're standing up. Yeah. You're back on stage. And he said, no, I'm in my office. I'm in my bedroom. I'm like, no, no, no. Mentally, your mind is back oh. on stage. You have gone back to performance without even knowing it, but you're now standing. And every one of them has said, sitting down was the stupidest thing I ever did. Really? Yeah. Jeez, That's how much of a game changer it is. Interesting. All right. You've challenged me to stand up and reconfigure my equipment. <laughs> Aren't you glad you had me come today? Yes. That's why I had you on. I'm like, I need these tips. <laughs> I need some help. <laughs> and also, I think when it comes to being a host, um, one of the things you really do want to do when your guest is giving questions or giving an answer, do not look down your phone and grab a side note. Do not go off screen. Look at them like you're really listening. And every so often, nod your head. Give physical encouragement to them. Because, again, you're leading the energy of the show. Mm -hmm. If you just sit there and are stoic, and they're going on with some dynamite tips, and you look bored as you be, you're losing them. Yeah, You're losing the audience. So you have to be the engagement creator for the entire show. Mm. That's a good quote. Um, yeah, absolutely. You're right. And I think that's why, like, just feeling like it's a conversation with someone, like if you were having a conversation with someone at a bar around the corner, you're not going to be standing like this, just staring blank at them. You're going to be like <laughs> listening and laughing and moving and, you know, you have to be normal. <laughs> well, and part of the way you do that is, you know, right now I've got my water jug, but Everyone should have a cup of coffee. You should have it. You've, you've seen it on every late night talk show. They all have yeah. a cup of coffee. Now, most of the time, there's literally nothing in there. I guarantee it. They don't want to spill something. You know, I have their shirt. It's a prom. Oh. Because that's conversation. You sit around the office and you all yeah, have a yeah. sip. You go out to dinner, you have a sip. It's a prop. If you want to make it really comfortable, get a brand mug with your logo on it. Yes. <laughs> Put it on camera. It works. That is dynamite. You're so good. Um, now, communication obviously is is part of the skill set. And like you said, don't interrupt. You know the guest unless it's something key that's going on. How you do the outro? Are there any other mistakes that we're making, or we can make as a host to kind of, you know, not chime? Well, this is one of the, the green room discussions I have with every one of my guests. 
and it goes on both sides. Mm -hmm. The host can do this and the guests can do this. Oh, great. You both can go on tangents. You both can go on rabbit trails and you both can talk too long. You want it to be like a tennis match. Mm -hmm. So I say your answers or your questions, 30, 60, 90 seconds. The host should only do short questions. One question at a time, by the way, do not do multiple questions. We see news journalists do this all the time. And the guy answering, the gal answering doesn't know what question to answer first. Sure. And they forget the second one. One question at a time. But you want it to be, Lindsay asked me a question, quick little answer. I stop. She goes again. And you do this dance back and forth. And if I give a shorter answer, it gives the host a follow-up question on the same thing I just gave. So don't give it all away. Mm. Intentionally play the fun and let it do this tennis match. It feels like you have to be more strategic with your questions and how you lay them out ahead of time. Is that accurate? Yes and no. So again, I've been doing this for 30 years, but mm -hmm. I tell people to active listen, like we mentioned earlier. If I hear that question, that comment come out, I will forget the rest of the questions for the time being. I will jump into that moment. And then if I need to go back to questions, I will. But often the magic happens when you find that thing and you will see the guest smile. Yeah. The, the guest is going to say something. They know this is dynamite dead on. And when you hear it as a host, you can have a choice to follow your roadmap, a well-scripted show, or you can go back to this. The exception is your closing. Always know your closing. What do you mean by that? Always know how you're going to wind it up. So oh, okay. I, I, I have a very simple closing to how the rock the stage show. Thanks for everyone who's joining us. I get my social links. If you want more, uh, information, how I can coach you, equip you and keep a rock in your stage. I love that. Boom. I close out with that simple phrase. How are you going to do it in a way that you give good information, but you also, again, you're the brand authority at the end. You do want to wrap it around to you a little bit. Yeah. True. True. Um, yeah. And there's so many ways of doing that. Mm -hmm. So many different ways. Um, now you have five keys to rock the stage. I don't know if we've touched, we probably touched upon a couple of them already, but I would love to hear them. Yeah. So the first one is energy. And we've talked a little bit about that, but mm -hmm. you are the energy. You need to have that engagement level. Um, and I do multiple interviews per week. You probably do multiple interviews per, per week. So I have a trick before every major interview keynote. I literally will turn on carry on wayward son on my phone and I will air guitar and rock to my song. That's my pre amp up performance. My energy is now flowing. I'm ready to have some fun. Let's go, Lindsay. What do you need to do to set your energy that you're ready to go on stage? Because it is a stage performance. I love That'd be that. Number one. So do you, do, do, do you have a go-to phone? Do you a uh, song? Do you have a go-to thing? If I did, it would be my phone ring, which is Kesha blow. You've got to blow. Oh, 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 oh. I See? love it. <laughs> now, now, what does that do for you? Honestly, what does that do when that song hits? I just smile and dance. You and I help can't me. help but do the drums on carry on wayward song. Uh, <laughs> engagement is number two. You need to learn how to break the glass. And during this interview, we've done a good job of that. We've demonstrated the whole way through. You need to learn how to literally make it feel you are in the same room, in the same space, having a great time. Um, you know, when those cameras go on, let everyone know we're ready to engage and have a good time. Uh, the environment we talked a little bit about, again, this is one of the biggest misses right now. 
people are wasting space. And when I get into it, I, I actually make backgrounds for people. That's part of what we do at Rock Stage because they they often don't know what they want. They don't know how to communicate their brand. Mm -hmm. But this is part of the biggest thing you need to elevate when you're on camera. Uh, entertainment. And this has got to be fun and entertaining. Um, the, the last one I'm going to say is education. I'm going to go back to entertainment. People want to educate first. Yeah. You know, you said we want to get through all these nuggets. We want to get through all But if you don't do the first four, the energy, the environment, the, you know, entertainment, if you don't do those first four and you give them education and you're not warmed up for it, do you think they're really going to take it as seriously as if you do the other four? No. So it's got to be engaging. It's got to be, you have to have some laughs. You have to have some, a little bit of storytelling, learn the power as a host and as a guest, both learn the power of storytelling. And again, 30, 60, 90 seconds, not long. Um, and for the guests, learn about sound bites. Yeah. What answer can you give that you know you're going to give, but you're going to make it sound natural. I mean, that's a sound bite that will always be grabbed. And believe me, politicians, sportscasters, they all know how to do that so well, but they know that's going to grab the moment and do it. And then that's all goes into the education. Now you got a show where you're ready to educate give good facts, some figures, some tips, some insights, and people will feel like this is a great experience. I want to come back for the next one. I love it. And it all makes so much sense. I've learned so much from you that I've got my little checklist in my head. I need to do this. I actually I have this. a checklist. Oh, would, would, would you and your listeners like the five keys yes. the virtual stage checklist? I would. You can, you, you can do your own self-evaluation. Perfect. How do we get it? We will get that to you. All right. How do we get it, Rich? I will send you that and you can demonstrate. Uh, or, you know, actually better yet, have them come to me. Rich at richbontrigger.net. Just send me an email. Say, I heard it right here with Lindsay. Yeah. And I will send you the free How to Rock the Stage, Five Keys to Rock in the Virtual Stage. Awesome. You're Rich a at richbontrigger.net. Perfect. Now, before we do go, um, I, because you are so different and I love how you wrap in like being an authority, your media branding as a whole, not just how to like behave and perform on stage. Yeah. You have the whole package and I know you coach people and you have different programs. Um, I would love for you to just touch upon them because I feel like you are such a good resource. Yeah, I have uh, three different packages, so to speak. Uh, they all deal with you as a brand authority, learning these media skills. I literally do one-on-one. -on -one. This is not a recorded yeah. package because I have to personally invest in you. You are so- Everyone's different. Different. Everyone's different. So I literally have to work with you. And one-on-one -on -one coaching is the best way to literally scale you up. Mm -hmm. um, so I have one that's a monthly at $599 and the rest of them scale up from there. And they also have different layers of how much- Coaching, other product, mm. other services all get bundled into it because my goal is to literally not only coach you, but to get you out there in front of the camera and get you out of more stages. So I leverage my stages, yeah, some of my nice. coaching to help you get good practice. And then we have something to work with. Yeah, that's perfect. And then and the only way to find that is rockstagemedia.com. Just go to rockstagemedia.com or again, email me and we can get on a, a free consult yeah. and have a good time together. I love it. You have such great energy. Um, and I would be remiss if we didn't mention your podcast. How to Rock the Stage. It's a live streaming show. It will be, as as we record this on Wednesday, 
It's every Wednesday night at seven o'clock Eastern. In 2023, we're making a change to the show, Lindsay. Ooh. This is gonna be kind of fun. Um, I'm in love with Restream. I'm in love with this idea of being everywhere at one time. And I love being live. More than anything else, I love being yeah. live. So my that. show is always live. We always have a guest. And this year, we're going to go to all Restream. And we will be starting tonight going on five different platforms. We will cool. be on LinkedIn. We'll be on my two Facebook pages. We'll be on Twitter. And we'll be on my YouTube channel all at the same time. And you listen in, watch, use the chat box, ask question, engage with our live guests. And the cool thing about Restream, if you were my guest tonight, Lindsay, you could add your platforms and we could go from five to 10 platforms. That's nuts. And you add more guests and go bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm. That's really making a network. And tonight we're launching that version of Holly Rock Stage. That's exciting. Yeah. That's huge. It's ever expanding. This yeah. whole new media world we live in as go-to experts. If you think you've reached it, you're not. Yeah. This is going to keep changing and morphing. And to really make that media empire, you've got to learn how to use the tools that are going to keep rolling out before you. Agreed. There's always something new to learn. And it's like, you know, me being in the podcasting industry for years, it's like, there's still things that I'm like, oh, I did that wrong, or I could do better at this and learned amazing tips from you. I am forever grateful. I will use my chicken wings and sing before my shows now. <laughs> and this is the first episode I've ever sang on. So look what you did to me. <laughs> That's awesome. Boom, drop the mic right there. My mission here is accomplished. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I love it. You are so fantastic. And um, yeah, everyone should reach out to you uh, for help. And obviously I'll have all the links in the show notes. Have a great time tonight on your um, amazing live stream to all those channels. Come and join us, but thank you. We will. Thank you. Yes. All right. See you guys. And that is a wrap for this episode of the Leverage Your Podcast Show. What is your next step? Head to leverageyourpodcastshow.com to listen to more episodes to get more insider secrets. And if you are now itching to take advantage of the power of podcasting and launch your own podcast, be sure to grab my free launch guide at launchyourpodcastguide.com. We'll see you soon.